Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by GH Under's Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here. Um, today we've got a fun episode. I've got Kim Collins with us and Jessica. Um, so go ahead, uh, Kim, and kind of explain a little bit. We're basically, we're trying to have the beast report and the podcast kind of go together so go ahead and explain to everyone kim kind of what the beast report is great hi mike yes um the beast report is something that we started at the end of the year last year and it was made to really highlight our beast members and to really highlight one a month and you know get so you can get to know them a little bit better know what they're about and it's just really a lot of fun uh and we thought, hey, you know, we have the podcast, why don't we just do both at the same time, really dive in, really get to know this person, and, uh, you know, the personality comes out in audio and everything, so just thought we'd have a lot of fun with that. And the Beast Report, we um, have expanded it a little bit, we do add some nutrition, and we always have a fun food of the month, and then Joe Loomis has also included some information on flexibility and mobility and different uh, topics like that. So it's been a lot of fun. And um, next year we may expand it a, a bit more in addition. That's cool. I mean, that, that's one of the things I'm, that I've loved so much about the Beast, especially in the last year or something. I mean, we've had the, the podcast comes up, the Beast Report. We're doing more and more to try and get everybody to know how great some of these members are. So, I mean, it's awesome that we get to highlight these people and... I think it's fun to be able to highlight them twice. We highlight them in the Beast Report, and then we bring them on the podcast and highlight them again. So, Absolutely. So, um, like I was kind of telling you guys a little bit, I was going to have you go ahead and kind of introduce Jessica and kind of ask her the questions that you, you pretty much ask on the Beast Report, and then we'll basically spend some time and just get to know Jessica. Sounds great. So, Jessica has been a member for now um, she's a great athlete and you know she's amazing at the OCRs yes. she draws people in I see her all the time saying hey you know if you want to run this come with me you know we'll go together so she's you know just a great team member you know someone you can always ask questions and she's totally involved um, she is also about to do a physique contest which yeah. is crazy amazing and I know Jessica's been working so hard for this and it really shows if you follow her you can see just the transformation and it's really exciting and and uh, so anyway I, maybe I'll just start with the questions that we asked for the Beast Report and go, go from there alright that sounds great and, I, and to, to kind of go off what you said I mean yeah I've been kind of I've been friends with Jessica on Facebook for a while I'm following, following her and it's a true inspiration just to see how much how much she's changed um, physically and emotionally and mentally. And I mean, her not to say she wasn't positive before, but I mean, everything on her page just screams positivity and like get out there, do what you can do and better yourself. And it's awesome. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. Excitement and passion. Love it. So, Jessica, uh, we'll start with the first one. Um, what was your first OCR race, and what made you decide to try it? 
the very first OCR race that I would uh, that I tried was actually the Warrior Dash. Um, and the reason why I tried that one was because of the gym that I currently was going to, one of the uh, trainers and my friend, um, had been doing OCR for a couple of years before that, and he kind of talked me into doing it because he saw that I was needing a little bit more of an edge to my physical uh, capabilities. So went out there with a um, group of fresh people, and all of us had never done it before except for Jeremy, and uh, he kind of led us through the course, and it's, it, it was sucky. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of sand running, and we all were like, this is the worst thing in the world. But um, we made it through, and we did it with laughing and helping each other out. And once I finished that, and I got that silly little medal and that, that hat that they put on everybody out there with the horns <laughs> yep. on it, uh, I was hooked. <laughs> I was like, okay, I felt defeated. I felt beaten down a little bit, and... I hate feeling that way, so I was like, okay, what's the next one? What's the next one we can do? How do I push myself even harder, and how do I prep for this even better? Oh, I love it. What was your second one? Uh, it was actually the Spartan Sprint in Washougal. Yeah, yeah. I did that wow. with my brother, and we just kind of blindly decided to drive down to Portland that same week. I was like, let's go do the sprint. I don't know what it is, and but we're going to go do it together. And so we drove down there and um, got our butts kicked even harder than the uh, the other one. And so that one was like, terrifying, and we failed so many obstacles. And I can't even tell you how many burpees we did, but it was, I think, probably 90% of the obstacles we did burpees on. So it was really long. <laughs> So a big jump to go for that for your second uh, yeah. one. So that's, yes. yeah, that's kudos, boy. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of do that. I kind of just blindly jump into stuff. I'm like, all right, let's just go. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know anything about it, but let's just do it and see what happens. I love it. That's the best way to do things. <laughs> it really is, I tell you, because if you study too much, you get freaked out and you don't do it. So I'm like, let's just do it. I agree. I mean, like I told you. I told so many people, my first Spartan was the Montana Beast in 2015. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was my first, like, go into Spartan, and everyone's like, why? And I'm like, because I didn't research. I didn't know yeah. research. I just, I was like, Spartan sounds fun. Let's go to this one in Montana. Yeah. So, never, nobody told me that beast, the difference between a beast and a super and a sprint. I'm like, whatever, it'll be fine. I've done a half marathon. I'll be good. Yeah. Like, yeah, eight hours later, this was stupid. I should have really researched. Yeah. But I think if I had researched and, like, looked it up and looked what it really was, I don't think I ever would have done it. I would have been like, oh, no, no, yeah. no, that's too hard. I ain't doing that. So That's why I don't research. Yeah. I let other people talk me into stuff. They're like, oh, you can do it. I know you can. I'm like, mm -hmm. all right. And then I sign up, and then I research afterwards, and I'm like, what did I get myself yep. into? <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, I would say, like, 60%, at least 60% of Spartans, if they had researched before they did it, would have never done it. I agree, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh. Well, so, I guess the next is, uh, how has OCR helped you overcome challenges? So, OCR, to me, um, opened up open up things with me when it comes to the mental capabilities that I have. I mean, our mind goes first, right? When we get yep. to something um, and it becomes really hard, it's not the physical part that gives up. It's our mind that goes first. Um, and so OCR has taught me um, a lot about myself, a lot of good and a lot of bad. 
Um, but it has shown me that if I really, really want something hard enough, I can do it. I just have to believe. I have to see it. I have to visualize it. And I have to put forth the actual effort to finish it and complete it and not walk away. Too many people do that. They see something or they get involved with it and it gets too hard and their mind starts to go and they just give up and they don't even try to complete things. And I have, I was one of those people for a long time. So OCR has fixed me in that way of showing me that, yes, you can. And it's changed me too with the way that I talk with people as well. Um, It's such a huge community environment and I love that. I love being around people and it gets me so excited and it makes me want to do better so that way I can inspire other people to do better as well. So their little little steps and their little, you know, victories are my victories in a way, even if I don't know them. So it's definitely helped me a lot with the mental capabilities that I thought I could never do and to more crazier events that I do now. I love it, and that is a huge thing to overcome, and like you said, the community and and all of that is just amazing. Yeah, and like I said before we started, uh, like I said before we started, I mean, just seeing how much, like, I mean, like I said, not to say you weren't positive before, but the positivity that, like, screams from your Facebook page is, like, you you can't even be negative. It's like the Care Bears with the Care Bear stare. I mean, it's just like... So <laughs> it becomes infectious, right? It does. It, it, it makes you a better person inside and out. And, that you, and you want those things for other people, too. So, I, yeah, I'm totally anti-negative on my, on my feeds at all. And I don't tolerate it if somebody starts posting anything negative to me. I just delete it. I'm like, it's not happening. And that's not what this is about. And that's awesome. So. The, the only thing I do have to say is I think we all three just aged ourselves because I mentioned the Care Bears and you both knew what I was talking about. So, just saying. Yep. Care <laughs> <laughs> um, Bear Cousins were even better. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, so you touched a bit about the OCR community and what do you love most about it? Um, the people. I love the people. I love that you can go to any of these events. It doesn't matter which one it is. And it's all different types of people. I mean, you it doesn't matter how rich, how poor, if you're white, black, what your background is, where you are now in your life. Everybody comes there for one purpose, to get to that finish line and to get that medal and to work as a team. And that's what I love about OCR. That's what I loved about, I love about Beast OCR, is that all these people from mixing pots around the world that all come to this one tiny little place. Yep for just a few hours, and we all are one person. And that, to me, is the most amazing thing to be around. Is that There's all hatred. Everything in your life just goes out the window, and you're there, and you're focused, and you're laughing, and you're with other people who just want to complete something and want to feel good about themselves. And that's what you find at any of these events. It's never negative. And that's what's awesome. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. So, I mean, everyone's always building each other up, and helping each other get better. It's very rare Absolutely. that you see someone being negative about somebody. They're like, hey, great job. Good job getting out there and killing it. I mean, we have people from, you know, like Ryan Poland and you and other people that are actually like competitive out there racing. Mm-hmm. And then there's people like me that are, I'm just trying to finish it. But nobody I'm looks at us any different. I'm just trying to finish it yeah. too. Don't worry. <laughs> but I mean, there's nobody, nobody judges us any differently. I mean, it's... We're all out there. We're running the same race. I mean, if Ryan needs help, you're going to help Ryan. If I need help, you're going to help me. I mean, Absolutely. it doesn't... Yeah. There is... Stop 
which stall I'm team? Not, I'm not worried about timing. I'm not worried about the time. I mean, yes, I love to compete too. I love yeah. that edge and I like that excitement. But if I see somebody who needs help, I'm not going to just pass them by. I'm going to stop and be like, hey, would you like me to help you? You know, like that's what it's about. Like you don't leave somebody stranded. You no. don't leave a fallen comrade behind. Nope. You know, like the warrior you said. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love it. Well, is there anyone in particular who inspires you? Oh, that's a loaded question. It is. <laughs> it's a tough uh, one, I know. I have, a, I have a lot of people that inspire me. I mean, um, one that's going to sound kind of goofy is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah. I love him. I idolize him. I think that he is fantastic. I love watching him um, just grow throughout his career and start off small, this puny little guy, and he just built himself mm-hmm. up, and he had... Um, these amazing rules to his life that if you want it, you do it, you plan for it, there are no excuses. And, like, you are the, you hold the key to your happiness and to where you want to be at. Um, so as far as, like, celebrities go, he is somebody that I like, especially in the bodybuilding uh, community. Um, and he still does. I mean, he's still rocking out with those workouts all the time. I just, I think it's amazing. And I hope to God that when I'm, like, 86 years old that I'm still rocking out a nice little body on me as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, you know, of course, my husband and my children, they always inspire me as well. Um, but I have to say probably the biggest people that inspire me are my clients. Um, when they come in to the gym, um, they leave everything behind. And they just put forth 100% effort every time with me. And they're always in there with a positive attitude. And they never doubt anything I say. And they inspire me. When I watch them triumph, I'm triumphing. I'm I'm progressing in life um, because of them. So my clients are the reason why I wake up in the morning and I go to work smiling, and the reason why I leave work still smiling. I mean, it's just it's just an amazing community of people, and I probably wouldn't be where I am without them. Honestly, it's awesome. I'm so great, Joy. I love what you do. You know, and and I love what you do. You know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So, do you have a favorite obstacle course racing memory? Yes, I do. And so, it's not really a nice one, but it's the most <laughs> memorable one that has stuck with me. And it was recent. It was this year. But um, it was during April in Seattle. And uh, I had been talked into doing this, just the regular hurricane heat on top of doing the super and the sprint. And then, of course, to... Um, other guys decided to kind of plant the seed that I could do more and do a quad shot, which was the Hurricane 12, the Super, the Hurricane Heat, and then the Sprint. Um, and that'd be Adam and Dave Bax. Uh, they kept taunting me. They're like, oh, we'll get you a free beanie. And, oh, you could do it, Jessica. You'll be with us. And we'll get you this really cool ball of the deep red shirt if you come and complete it. And um, I'm a sucker for, for swag. So... Um, I got talked into it, and uh, I don't know if you guys were there in April, but it was it was horrible, and it was cold, mm-hmm. and it was rainy, and I had never done a Hurricane 12, and I didn't realize that halfway through, you're on your own, like you have your own thing to do by yourself, and have to be time hacks and all this kind of stuff, so um, I got almost all the way through, and I ended up getting disqualified, because I didn't meet a time hack about three hours shy of us ending, Um and so, like, I laid in my car, and I was watching all the people just get knocked out left and right, and um, me and Adam and uh, <clears throat> Ron all decided that we were going to run the Super together because we were just beaten down. We were a little disappointed. We got all disqualified, and 
we were cold and hungry and wet and, you know, I was like, we should just run together because we're already in kind of a funk and might as well just run together, you know, keep each other going. And that super was the most miserable super I think I've ever done in my entire OCR <laughs> life. It was just it a was little wet. It was long and I was shaking so hard because I was so cold and I don't know if you guys know me very well, but I don't wear long sleeves, and I like to wear tank tops, so that was probably yeah. a big mistake to wear that. <laughs> yeah. um, and half, I mean, the first part of it, it was Ron and Adam, um, oh, and even Eric, he was with us too, kind of like being the positive, like, we got this, guys, and they were keeping me going, and then halfway through, they were starting to shut down, because we were just like, we can't complete these obstacles, we're freezing, we're starving, we're tired, we're cramping, and we had to do so many burpees in the rain and then I was like I had this trigger moment where I was like okay they need me now to be the stronghold so I then would start saying positive things to them like we got this guys we're like halfway there that's nothing it's a cakewalk for us I mean come on now we were all out there last night or this morning in the cold weather pulling a sled behind us in the muddy marshes way back in the hills you know we can complete this and uh, we got towards the end and I tell you what when we saw that fire jump I think all of us harmoniously like all of that mind connected and we just start smiling so hard because we had made it through almost 12 hours in the rain and then doing the super within like four hours of that with no sleep and that fire jump was the most glorious thing and the, and the most welcomed warm heat um, <laughs> ever in any of the history of OCR for us and we were all smiling ear to ear through that picture. And it was probably one of my favorite photos that we got of ourselves, too. And it just shows you that you can do it. And, of course, you're going to have those moments where you feel weak and you feel like you can't. But the people that are around you are the people that are going to help you get through it just like you're going to help them get through it, too. So, by far, April's misery was probably my favorite memory. Um, it will forever be in my heart. <laughs> Always. Oh, yeah. That, that was <laughs> that a fun course. That was one that. that <laughs> you know the hill on the backside, that really nasty oh, yeah, hill. That yeah. yeah, we got to that point because this was Benton's first super. He'd done Washougal two years, but he'd never done a super. So that's his first yeah. super, which is just a muddy, sloppy mess, right? We get yeah. to that point, <coughs> and mind you, Benton. Everyone who doesn't know Benton, Benton's sixteen years old. He's my son. He turns and looks at me and just as we hit that hill, and he's looking up the hill, and he looks at me and he's just like. Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> and I just gotta wait. Well, I, I'm gonna let you get away with that one because <laughs> I kind of feel the same way right now. So, yeah, oh, it, it was, was just so like, oh. Was horrible. Oh my gosh. I was surprised I talked him into doing the beast. I was like, yeah. you've already done a super and you've done the sprint. You might as well do the beast. And he's like, no, I not after what that super was like. And I'm like, the beast is easier than the super. <laughs> and he's like, there's yeah, no the way. Beast was definitely easier. Yeah. Yeah. It was way easier. <laughs> and then we did it and he's like, you were right. It was easier. <laughs> It we was. Unfortunately, we, we didn't do the hurricane heat. We all agreed that we were just too beaten, and we'd just come back together on for the next day for the sprint to complete the spread. So we didn't make the quad shot, but, oh, man, but you tried. April. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> and we that's, sure did. That's one of the things. I think that's the hardest thing for, like, me is, you know, really getting to that point. Like, I DNF'd in Hawaii. That's the only time I've ever DNF'd, and it killed me. Um, 
Yeah. Is to DNF or to finally, to look at myself and look in the mirror and say, my body's destroyed. I need to take yeah. a break. You know, and that was me. Yeah. That was me after the beast this year in Montana. I was destroyed. And I went to get up the next morning and I'm like, I can't do this. It's like, (laughs) my body's, there's no way. I'm like, if I go out and do this, I'm taking the chance that I'm not going to be able to race the rest of the year because I'm going to hurt something bad. So. Sometimes you do need that. I mean, it's one of those things you keep telling yourself in your brain. You're like, yeah, I shouldn't do this. But you kind of need that, you yeah. know, that other person to tell you. I was disappointed in myself. I was disappointed. I was like, I think I could have done it. But then I thought, you know, I was like the physical part of it. I was like, I probably would have hurt something. Yeah. And I probably would have been out for a whole season. And I, it was a smart choice for all of us to make. So. And it is. And I think it shows that we're, I don't want to say getting older, but getting wiser. Because, you know... We're more, we're more aware of the repercussions to those things. Yeah. And I think it is, you know, it's the bad decisions 20 years ago why my knees don't work right, you know, and all that yeah. stuff. And it's like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm getting older. I, I can't recover from that like I used to. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Jessica, you have really exciting coming up in just yeah. a couple weeks and you're competing in your first physique competition
January, February, I did a lot of like heavy power lifting to get my muscles big and I put on a little weight because of that, but I needed to do that. And I got to eat, you know, higher calories. Um, right. As you progress through the month and it gets closer and closer, you go through like your strength phase, your endurance phase, and then you get into your hypertrophy phase. So all these phases are, they start off with higher, uh, lower reps and heavier weight, and then it starts to get into a little bit lighter weight and higher reps. And then you get to this phase where I'm at right now where it's just, we're not trying to destroy the muscles anymore. Now we're just burning the fat around the muscle to make the muscle pop out even more. Um, the dieting part of it is crazy, but luckily I have fantastic coaches right there by my side to help me out. And I follow um, the vertical diet, which is a bodybuilding diet. Um, and it pretty much consists of like chicken, steak, white rice, uh, sweet potatoes, eggs, um, almonds, unsweetened cranberry juice, orange juice, and carrots, and spinach, and that's all I get to eat. So, it's the same thing every single day for months and months and months. Like, I have not had a cheeseburger or pizza or any of that stuff for probably about four months now. So, uh, it really takes a lot of mental strength to fight off those urges and not cheat and not have those things. And, again coming back to that mental part of things with the OCR, this is probably worse than OCR mental challenge. <laughs> this is like everybody's eating food in front of me, and I'm like, oh, man, I could really go for a donut right now. It sounds good, <laughs> you know, but I can't. Uh, so the training um, is grueling. It's, you know, right now I'm seven days a week. Um, I put in about six hours every single day, and that counts for my weightlifting, my cardio, and then my hit, and then a cardio again, and then my posing. I have to practice not only for figure and high heels, but I also have to practice for physique and all the mandatory poses and the 60-second routine that I have to do on stage. Um, so that that's a lot of stuff to do for one person for the first time, but I, I like a challenge. And um, I like the figure part, but I really love the physique, and that's the one that I'm excited to do because I love women who have muscles. I think that it is sexy and powerful, and I'm really excited about the routine that I'm going to be doing. Um, I have a couple song choices, but and I'm kind of like a rocker, so I don't want to give it away because <laughs> it's a secret, but it is something metal because that just fits my, my uh, mentality and most women when they get up on stage it's something soft and beautiful and elegant is talking about love and mine is very opposite of that and Rock on. I need I need yeah I needed something that's gonna pump me up when I get up there I need to feel the words I need to feel the mood the music to get me to hit those poses so that way I'm on point and I look great okay I do have to ask is it 80s metal? Oh. oh, I guess, yeah, yeah, early 90s, I would say. Early 90s. I'm trying 90s. to think of when the album came out, yeah. So it's not Pour it's Some Sugar well on Me. That's, pour Some Sugar on Me was the one I was hoping for, but that was 80s, so. Oh, no. Actually, you know, you know what, though, the first song that I had, um, and I changed it uh, to, the sec- to the other songs, because, and I like both of them. It was a remix to Stroke Me by Lance Herbstrom. Oh, <laughs> that would have been awesome. And I, Right, so I have two had two song choices, and that one worked really beautiful too with my movements. But the other song, I'm like, there's something about 
guy that just gets me jacked up, and I feel it every time. Mm. So. Now I want to know what the movements are. If it would stroke me, it was going to work really good. But It was hilarious. <laughs> Actually, then, yeah, my coaches were like, I gave them all my song choices, and one of them had asked my husband, they're like, so... Why did your wife choose these songs? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. She's my wife. I don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> a good husband. He knows how, how it is. Yes. <laughs> so oh. it's a really good song. I like it. I mean, some people probably won't get it, but it has it resonates to me when I hear the lyrics to it. So and I think that's what matters. Is a lot of times you, you see those. You can tell in like those type of competitions and stuff when the song that's played. If it's something that was picked for them. Or if it's something that yeah. they picked, because absolutely there is a difference. You I, can and tell. I watch a couple shows just to watch it and see the women and, and get a feel of it, and I can tell when a coach has picked out a song for them and when they picked out their own song. Yeah. There's just their energy level is completely different. Yeah, it's like with anything. I mean, yeah, anytime you see where you can tell, it's like, oh yeah, someone yeah. picked that for them. They're only playing that song because someone told them they had to. <laughs> It's not going to be happening. I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay for it for days, and plus, yeah. I am going to be doing a second show four weeks later in case I don't do as well as I hoped I would for the yeah. first one. Oh, so I pretty much stay in a prep mode, um, and then I, I do get one treat though. So I I don't know what it's going to be yet. It's going to be something sweet because that's what I've been craving is lots of sugar. So maybe it'd be a Krispy Kreme donut right off the uh, vendor belt when it's still dripping, or nice. you know something. <laughs> Now you're making me want a Krispy Kreme donut. Um, right? With like some bacon bits on oh, it, because that would even me. be better. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Give me the full breakfast on the donut. Eh. Let's, let's take a quick break while I'm craving donuts, um, which is just what I need. Um, and go to our sponsor. We'll be right back. Gray's Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors. If you work up a sweat, Gray's Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. All right, we're back from break, and I, I still want a donut. <laughs> so, 
So, <laughs> do you have more questions, Kim? Or was that the... Uh, you know, we're, we're getting close. Um, you know, there were a couple kind of fun things. Like, I always like to know something about yourself that very few people know. And it can be OCR-related or personal. You know, it doesn't have to be OCR. So, something unique or fun. Um... Well, I guess a lot of people, I'm kind of, oddly enough, I'm kind of a private person, <laughs> even though I'm always on Facebook and I'm always talking with people, um, but I never really talk to people about, like, what my goals are um, when it comes to, like, the future stuff, my future endeavors, and where I, where I see myself at, where I see my, my business at, um, and what I envision for myself and for other people to be able to enjoy um, is I would love to be able to have my own gym um, that is built around OCR training, where it's an indoor-outdoor facility. Um, I would like to buy some property so that way I can take people out and make it about a three-mile kind of thing and have fun little obstacles they can do, um, even bring like beast wad up to it as well and do a free training out there and just get people excited to get out into nature and get dirty and have a good time. And still have a physical gym, too, where people can come in there and do whatever kind of training they want. Um, if they want to do powerlifting, Olympic lifting, I don't care. As long as you want to work out, you can come into my gym. So that's something that I don't really talk about because it's a lot of planning and a lot of designing and things like that. So I kind of keep it hush-hush because I don't want to put so much, um, I don't want people coming to at me all the time about it. I'd rather just figure out how I'm going to make it happen and then start to implement it and then share the love <laughs> once I figure yeah. out how to do it. Yes, because that's another pressure that I have. <laughs> um, so so that's, what, that's, what I would, that's what I hope for myself is that I will have a place um, that I can bring lots of people to and just get them excited to want to be healthy again. Love it. That's awesome. That's great. So how the, in, the, in the next year, uh, what are your goals for 2019? Powerlifting. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I I got to go to my first meet um, down in Portland and watch uh, one of my trainers, uh, my posing coach, and a couple of the other girls that go to the gym do a powerlifting meet, and that was such an intense environment. And I mean that in a good way, not a bad way. I mean, to see (laughs) these men and, of course, the women out there just lifting as heavy as they possibly can and the excitement on their face was just, it was beautiful. I mean, I was like, I could do that. Like, the girls that I would have been in, in the same class with, I could have outlifted them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, why am I not doing this? And I'm like, oh, that's right, because I'm really tiny and I can't lift heavy right now. Um, but these women there, gosh, they're so inspiring. And they almost, they're cheering each other on, even though that the person next to them is their competitor. They're still cheering. They're holding their breath for them as they're trying to lift the weight up off their chest, you know, and... I, I'm very excited by that. I love empowerment, and I love, like I said, I love strong women and muscles and stuff like that. So next year, I wanna, I wanna crush some weights. I wanna see how hard I can actually go before my body gives out on me and tells me to stop. <laughs> I love it. That is an awesome goal. That is really neat. But I love you. You seem to just go out there and whatever you set your mind to, you do it. So absolutely, we'll be seeing you powerlifting next year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep things exciting on Facebook, right? Yeah. There you go. Well, it's always exciting. <laughs> right? And I, gotta, and I gotta say, 
I know that, you know, I've mentioned it on your page a lot, but I love to see when you're listing, your form is absolutely spot on. And I mean, there's so few people that use that good of form, and I just love seeing that. So, yeah, definitely rocking it. Yes, thank you. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) Well, that was all the questions I have. So, we'll have the the write-up, you know, for the next month, and everybody can see that there, a great recap, a little more detail of different parts of it, and is there anything else you'd like to add, Jessica, about your upcoming show or anything else? That's what I say. If if anyone's ever interested, yeah. Yeah, if, if anyone's interested and they've never been to one of these kind of shows and you want to see some inspirational people, I really, I, I think it'd be a great opportunity for people to come and just watch. I mean, it might inspire them to do something, not that, but something else. Like, oh my God, look at these, look at the older people. I mean, I'm going to be in the higher class because I'm an older lady, um, but God, they just get up there and they rock it out. So if you're interested, um, we, you know, I have my show in Bothell. Um, it's called the Ironman Competition. Or there's one that's going to be um, in Shelton at the Little Creek, Creek Casino on November 10th. I mean, it's it's a great opportunity just to come and watch. I mean, it, if you don't know anything about it, who cares? Just show up, support people you don't know, and watch these people get on stage and feel good about what they've accomplished. You know, so come on down. I would love to see some friendly faces out there or people I don't know. And come up to me and say hi anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And the one thing I have to say is I I will make sure I get all the information from you, Jessica, for both of your competitions so that we can put them links to them um, on the the link for the podcast. So that if anyone does want to go to these events and cheer you on, they know where to go. Yeah, I'll just go there to cheer other people on. I mean, it's just it's a I mean, it's a cool environment. It's a little long, but it's awesome. I mean, these people work really hard. So, I mean, it's good to see that and it inspires people. Yeah. And then the other question that I had before we go is, what is, tell us a little bit about your business. You've mentioned that you do training and you do all that, but tell us a little bit about it. Um, so it's just, it's JM Fitness for Jessica Martin Fitness. Okay, uh, it's really simple and basic. Um, I pretty much, um, I mean, I do personal training, but I really emphasize more on small group training. Um, I like the community environment, as I've already said before. Um, so I pretty much teach people of all different backgrounds. It doesn't matter who you are, how heavy you think you are, or how tiny you think you are. Then I teach them bodybuilding. So I teach them techniques. I get them to feel better about themselves. And I teach, especially women, um, to find their beautiful weight because we're all not the same size. We're not no. supposed to be the same size. And what one's healthy weight might not be somebody else's. So I pretty much am trying to empower as many women as I possibly can, especially moms, because moms tend to um, give up and sacrifice, and we forget ourselves for a long time. Yeah. So I try to get these women to come in and see that weightlifting one is not going to make them big and bulky unless they want to be like me, um, and then that's completely different, um, but that weightlifting is going to empower them and it's going to make them feel beautiful and it's going to transform their body to what they've hoped it was going to be for all those years. Um, and then getting them excited to try to do things outside. Like, I'm always doing hikes with them. Um, I'm getting them to come to all these uh, Beast OCR events, like, you know, Spartan and stuff like that. Um, I'm getting them out there to do it and that's what I do. I, I love working with people, get them in, get them healthy, you know, I'm, that's what I'm there for. I'm a tool. Use me. Um, so, yes, that's Jane Fitness. It's just 
bodybuilding, weight loss, OCR training, whatever you want, I will help figure out how to get you to that point. And see, that's awesome. That's one of the things that I think a lot of people have issues with is they think that if you lift weights, if you lift heavy things, you're going to become big and bulky like yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> which if you do what you're doing, you know, and a little bit more lifting, I mean, yes, it's possible you could become that way, but Absolutely. just lifting heavy things just makes you, you healthier, you know? Well, and it, it, and I know people like cardio, 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 it's a very big misconception with You society. gotta mix, yeah. You know, you burn more calorie weightlifting, guys, yeah. like, come on, <laughs> you don't have to stay on the step climber for an hour and a half, lift some weights for 45 minutes, and there you go. Yeah, you know? and I, I've been... Every time I've had a personal trainer, they mix it. They mix in weightlifting and cardio. It's a mix of the two. Oh, yeah. I do, too. You know, yeah. And we do, I do hits in there. I do all yeah. the sucky things like burpees and buck jumps and med ball to target. Everything they hate, I figure out what it is, and then I make them do it. Oh, yeah. Because that's what's going to make them stronger. Oh, it is. It's that mental part. <laughs> it is, and, and that's just it. I mean, it's... I found most of fitness, at least for me, is the mental part. I mean, getting out there and doing it, it once you're out there yeah. and doing it, it, it's something completely different. You know, I've mentioned on the podcast a couple of times, I've lost twice now where I've lost a bunch of weight to like get into physical shape and do good. And both times it was a mental, getting past the mental part is what finally did it for me. Yeah. You know, and that's. Yep. And then once you break that down, then you're like, okay, I see it yep. and I'm doing it and it's so much better and it's worth it. Yeah, and that's where I'm at now is I finally, I, I figured out I have a plan that I think is going to work. I'm going to start swimming it, you know, three times a week and doing, you know, bike and elliptical along with that and some lifting. And I, I think it'll be good. I, it's I kept, gotta be, yeah, it's got to be a balance, yeah. right? Like, there, it can't just be one or the other. Like, that's what I try to provide is I give everybody a little bit of everything. And sometimes it works for people, at times it doesn't. And I know what things work for certain people. So when we're doing certain things, I'm like, no, no, you're not doing that. You're going to do this instead. Because they all have different goals. You know, they're all there for different yeah. purposes. Well, and that's just so. it. Is, is a good physical trainer makes the program towards the person. You know, you see Absolutely. like a lot of these people do like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, P90X or this or that or that. It's like, yeah, the videos are good to help you. But... Mm-hmm. They're just kind of a tool that I think should be used with a whole nother workout plan. They, they get you started, but you really need a physical exactly. trainer that's going to say, okay, this is what you need to do yep. to, you know, Sometimes get to your they, goal. They like me. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. my clients like me when I call them out on those things. Other times <laughs> they hate me because they know they see me walking over and I'm not making eye contact and I can see. <laughs> but they're like, oh, great. Here she comes. And I usually just pick up a heavier weight. And I'll just slowly walk by, and I'll put it right next to them, and I just walk away, and just keep talking to the other people in the class, and they're like, oh, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. And sometimes that's you what you need. Sometimes. Yeah, that's what they need, right? <laughs> yeah, it's what you need, because you're going to, you know, it sounds bad, you, you feel like you're going to push yourself, but you're not. You're going to, like, push yourself to the point where you... You're still comfortable, but you're you're kind of out of your comfort zone, but not really. You got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, and that's and it. I say that all the time. And yep. a physical trainer is going to push and you to that point that you're you're not comfortable, but you're not exactly. And yeah. anytime I hear my people going, Ugh, they know it's a penalty. Job. Yeah. Yep. I'm doing my job, and then I would tell them if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Yep. It's not meant to be easy. It's meant to push you. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. So, and then they try to get rid of 
like eye rolling and then I give him burpees because there's no eye rolling and there's no, <laughs> I do not ever want to hear the words, I can't. Yep. They get penalized for that. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, you know what you're going to be doing right now. Yeah. Because yes, you can. Yep. There's a couple other people I know like that. If you say the word I can't, I mean, they, they're like, can't needs to come out of your, it needs to leave your vocabulary. Just exactly, go away. Exactly, because yes, you can. It yeah. just might take you a little bit longer than others. Yeah. Yes, you and can. That's like, you know, with Spartan races. I've had so many people yep. that are like, I can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, you can. Let's go. I mean, it's like Washougal. I don't know if you saw Jesse, uh, PNW, Jesse from West Coast Obstacles, his friend, Big Tony. That went with yeah. us in Washougal. The yeah. pictures, there's picture. This guy stood probably a good foot, foot and a half over me. Had to have been 350, 400 pounds. Just a big guy. And he went through Washougal and he did it. And, I know, it was amazing. And just yeah. like Casey. Like Casey, yeah, Casey he's yeah. out there. Oh, he's, got, he's got no legs. That guy's yeah. out there just killing those courses. And oh, yeah. so anytime someone tells me they can't do those things, I always find pictures or I bring up people yep. just like Jesse's friend or like Casey I'm like excuse me don't tell me you can't because these people got out there and they did it just fine and they they finished that's yep. all that matters they got through that finish line and Casey, my, my favorite thing about Casey's, and I've told this story before, is the first time I ever met Casey was in Seattle. I was at that point where mentally I'm like, I'm done. This is stupid. I don't want to do this anymore. And I can't do this. I can't do this. And I walk around the corner, and there's Casey. And I'm like, well, I'm a dipshit. I, yeah, okay. Time to go. Every excuse I just had just went right out the window. So the best part is you get stuff like that it's like when i did hawaii and i had the broken foot and you know my foot's in a boot and i'm like i'm doing it anyway and i'm doing the atlas ball the atlas carry and i get done and i'm just walking back getting ready to set it down and some guy comes around the corner and this guy looked like he had been hit by a semi truck i mean he was just destroyed and he looks at me he looks down at my foot and he's like oh i guess i have no excuse and he picks up the atlas ball and starts going it's like okay (laughs) Yeah. We all do it unknowingly a lot of times, too, which is why, again, I love OCR. Oh, yeah. It's always someone out there that you're inspiring without you knowing and someone that's inspiring you. Oh, yeah. And I've heard, you know, I've had people, I've run into people even two years later that'll look at me and they're like, 
but you were in Hawaii with a boot on your foot, weren't you? And I'm like, yes, I was. <laughs> and, you know, a couple of people told me that, like, I was ready to quit. And then I saw you, like, gimping along with that foot and you're just keep going. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got no excuse. Better keep going, too. <laughs> yeah. And, th- and that's what's great about Spartan is you get that. I mean, it, it always seems like, you know, in any race, really, any of the OCRs, you get to that point where you're like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Uh-huh. And then it seems like every time someone will come around that corner and you're like, okay, well, I guess I have no excuse now. Get going. Yep. You know. Exactly. It'll either be something. And when, that people check in on you. They oh, see yeah. you stop. And you always have people going, are you okay? Are you okay? Do you, you need know? something? Yeah, and sometimes all you need to hear is just those little kind words like, yeah. are you okay? Oh, yeah. It snaps you right back out. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, well, um, yeah, we've been we've been talking for a little bit. Did either one of you ladies have anything else you wanted to say before we, we cut out on this? I think I've said plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I could keep going and going. I appreciate oh, yeah. you guys having me on the oh, show, yeah. though. It, it's awesome, and, and maybe I, I might... No, we'll have to talk and maybe have you back on after the shows and talk about how they went. Oh, man. Yes, you will love to hear all the nitty-gritty stuff that goes on for the show. Yeah. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I can't wait to share that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right on. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have to bring you on afterwards and talk about how the show went. Um, but, yeah, uh, did you have anything else, Kim? Nope, I don't think so. Just uh, thank you so much, Jessica. You know, you've been, done such an amazing job as an ambassador, and... We're just, yeah. you know, so proud of you, and, you know, you're just an inspiration to everybody, and, and uh, it was really a lot of fun doing this podcast with you today. Yes, it was. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And good luck. I can't wait to hear about how it goes. Thank you. All right, and just just so all the listeners know, we're going to do this every month. Whoever is going to be on the, the Beast Report, we're going to bring them in and have a, a whole podcast about them and talk to them and... And all that fun stuff. So, get used to hearing Kim on here. There we go. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastOCR.com.